Welcome back, you fucks, to the Rear Projection podcast. Good start. I've had a drink. Um, <laughs> my name is Michael Hunt, and I am joined by my gorgeous strawberry blonde co-host, the Scott Kingston. Hello, Scott. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, just come back off holiday, um, hence the hence the delay in getting this episode out. So yeah, that's the, the the last Halloween special, nearly uh, nearly <laughs> after Halloween. But oh well, can't be helped. So, oh, we, won't, we won't. We, uh, we apologise every time we drop a late episode. We won't bore everyone with yet another one. So uh, yeah, we're here now. That's what matters. I'm not. I'm not apologising. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, you you went on holiday. Also, it took me like a very long time to bring myself to actually watch this film yeah um, i'm not going to apologize for that no understood no I, I i kind of knew from the outset that, that this might be one of my choices that didn't go i thought this would be a sort of you know sandlot-esque episode which i more than <laughs> accept um yeah so um i guess I'll, I'll i'll do the synopsis uh for us as it was my jam um yes with it you bitch yeah so i i picked the 1993 american fantasy halloween comedy film the classic uh hocus pocus directed by kenny ortega uh the film follows a villainous comedic trio of witches uh played by bet midler sarah jessica parfer and kathy Najimi. i think i'm pronouncing that right uh who are inadvertently resurrected by a teenage boy played by Omri Katz in salem massachusetts on halloween night and uh yeah, that's about the long and short of it, really. Um, does the job, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw over to a man who loves nothing more than screaming, come little children, on a nightly basis. Um, <laughs> what did you think? I'm going to go from the outset. I'm going to go on record and say I didn't think you probably liked it very much. But Well, I have to say, it's been a few years since I watched this film. Um, and I didn't really remember it. I thought I was going to hate it. Mm. Uh, and actually... Um, I was absolutely right <laughs> because it's this film sucks shit. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? I think I think this is going to be this might be one of the first episodes I think where one of us really because uh, even the Sandlot, I, I, I liked it, but I wasn't like, oh god, this is great. I love this film. Uh, I love Hocus Pocus, so this might be the first film where you actually really, really didn't like it, and I really, really did like it because I think with obviously we're never end of story. We're both kind of on board with that. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, like I would watch the Sandlot ten times before I'd watch this again. Fair enough. Um, it's not for everyone, and it was a bit of a different <laughs> vibe from the uh, previous Halloween picks we had, which is kind of what I was going for. Um, well, the good news is for you is that the Hocus Pocus Two has been confirmed for next year. Yeah, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. We'll uh, we'll make a cinema night out of that one, won't we? Will we? Yeah, why not? Be great. Let, let me know uh, when you're planning on doing that because I might not be around. Oh, you can go as Billy the Butcher, the zombie. You'll bloody love it. I'll tell you what, mate. The only thing that I did like about this film was the fact that uh, Doug Jones was in it, who plays Billy Billy Butcherson. Yes, he does. Um, Doug Jones is an absolutely fantastic creature actor who pops up in all sorts of things and he's uh he's he's often uh well usually employed because he's a gangly sort of stretched out man yeah um but he's awesome was he and, uh, i might be wrong was he the night king the was in he the night king a game of friends he may have been i don't I, really I, know. I might be wrong i i know that he did a high pro he did something high profile quite recently and I don't, was it the, was it the Night King? I don't know. I'll look that up uh, throughout the episode, but um, I got a feeling. But um, yeah, um, so it, it stars as as like you say, it's got Doug Jones in it. Um, the three main actresses in it are, are the three the Sanderson sisters, uh, which is Winifred played by Bette Midler, uh, Sarah played by Sarah Jessica Parker, and Catherine Jimmy as uh, Mary, Mary Sanderson. Um, just, just, is, was there any anything remotely about this film you liked? Is there an actor or actress in it other than Doug Jones you liked? Or is it just a full-on stinker for you? I think um, other than Doug Jones, the best performance in the entire film was probably that of the little eyeball that was in the book. <laughs> because I think it, it probably gave, <laughs> it gave the most convincing performance. Um <laughs> And I, well, uh, second to that, I thought, well, maybe the cat, but actually they used a lot of different cats. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so. Binks. Binks, Jar Jar Binks, yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, in spite of your hatred of it, we we, we do we do have to cover off the episode. Uh, uh, we have to sort of you know fill the episode with content. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll 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 go through some plot points anyway, in spite of your probable reluctance, and uh, we'll get this episode out of the way, and then we'll uh, <laughs> we'll move on to our our next theme for uh, for November, which we haven't actually revealed yet, but we'll get to that later. And I think you've forgotten it anyway, so it was, uh, it was possibly. Yeah, possibly. Um, um, I, what I will say is. Um, even the trivia for this film is boring. <laughs> I've, I've just spent the last hour scouring, <laughs> scouring the internet for trivia. Even that shit. Do you want to hear some examples <laughs> of, of of the fascinating fucking facts behind this film? I do. Oh, do you know what? The, the Doug Jones had one of the better bits of trivia. The moths that flew out of his mouth were real. Yeah, because he's the only one doing any fucking good. <laughs> um, Leonardo DiCaprio was offered the part of Max. Yeah, yeah, he was, didn't, but he turned it down to it. he turned it down to do What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which actually is a very good film. Fantastic uh, film. Yeah, yeah, and he he was great in that. To be fair, he played like a, a mentally disabled kid, and he was he was wicked in it. To be fair, Arnie, um, I think his name is, isn't it? That's right. It's him and Johnny Depp, and uh, is it Juliet Lewis? Um, I think could well be. Well. Yeah, man, that's no, a good film actually. I should be. Well, I haven't watched that in years. I must give that another go. Um, yes, but yeah, actually, I need to give that another go. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another interesting fact about this film. Right? Yeah. You know Thora Birch, who plays Danny. Oh, yes, the girl who is more forehead than girl. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. it's at least a five head. Um, it is. Yeah, I, I, I took to calling her the head when writing trivia for this film. But carry on. <laughs> Spam. Um, <laughs> she, you know how she loves the cat in this film? Yeah, yeah. Well, when when they were making the film, you'll never guess, but she hated working with the cats. Oh, old forehead Birch. Um, hated it. Absolutely really? hated it. That's it. That's all. That's that fact. <laughs> that's all there is to that one. I mean, I suppose if we're starting somewhere near the beginning uh, of, of the plot, it, it's it, it starts off like the first scene is set in like I don't know the 1600s in 1693. Salem. Oh, wow, very exact. Um, and it yeah. shows uh, there's there's a guy called Thackeray Binks who uh, for some reason sounds English, even though he's in colonial America. Um, yeah, he doesn't sound anything like Jar Jar Binks. No, he. <laughs> Um, this is a shame. He, he, his little sister gets whisked away by, by the Sanderson sisters, namely uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, who's singing a song called Come Little Children, uh, which is the joke I got at earlier when I was implying that Mike was a nonce. Um, the whole way through this film, she's just trying to fuck kids. Who's <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker? Do you know what? Yeah. I, I When I was a kid... <laughs> I, I, I remember, like, uh, quite fancying Sarah Jessica Parker in this film. Uh, but the more I look back on it as an adult, I think it, she was next to Catherine and Jimmy. And, um, and Bette Midler, who, to be fair, they've deliberately made look like, you know, they've given her really buck teeth and, you know, like, um, I just think she was the best of that trio, to be honest. You know? Uh, I, yeah, she's the lesser of three evils. I, pff, I don't know. I mean, on this watch, I think I'd probably rather smash Bette Midler. <laughs> If I'm honest, I mean, I, I, um, they, they, they whisk, uh, uh, Emily back to their little, they got like a, like a house in the middle of the woods. Um, yeah. that's one thing that gets me is they, they, they take this girl, Emily, back to the house, feed her poison, and take her life. It's, it's quite a light hearted film considering the three main women in it are essentially mass child killers. Mm. <laughs> it's like making yeah. a jaunty Halloween film about Fred and Rose West, like, <laughs> which, which, to be honest with you, I would watch. Hundred fucking percent. If they made if they made a Halloween comedy about Fred and Rose West, I would be the first person at the box office. Yeah, like you know, well, or or a Christmas movie with the Moors murderers. It's it's just um the the actual Murray Christmas. <laughs> Easter with Harold Shipman, like it's <laughs> it's quite. Uh, they're actually quite. Even though the, the characters are presented as quite dim-witted and and sort of idiotic and geese, but it's quite a light-hearted. I mean, it's you know, it's a light-hearted Walt Disney comedy Halloween film. But essentially, the three witches are murdering or trying to murder children throughout the entire film. Yeah, one of them seems to only be there just to sniff out children. I think <laughs> children with a with a crooked mouth. Um. Yeah. I, I, I actually, uh, if you were to put aside your your, your um uh, your hatred for this film, there's a Catherine and Jimmy's actually a pretty good comedic actress. She's in a few different films. Oh, she's, she's great. She was in Sister Act. She was in this. Yeah, know, she, she's uh, actually pretty good. Uh, you might not like like this film itself, but the Catherine and Jimmy's actually a bit of a ledge. No, I disagree. I think she's shit as well. 
<laughs> I, I, I really do. I really, I think she's awful. No, I, fair I, enough. I, I, she's, she's all right in Sister Act, which I, I have to admit to not having seen for a very long time. Mm. But she's awful in this. Everything about I, this film is dreadful. I don't have an issue. Do you know what? I don't have an issue of us not agreeing on everything. And we're very much at odds on this. So uh, it makes for a better episode, mate. We can't agree on everything. Um, you know, <laughs> on this occasion, <laughs> yeah. you're wrong. Um, I'm sure I am. But also, this film is wank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's just so many things about it that pissed me off as well. Next, like. week, next week, I'm going to pick Never Ending Story 2 just to fuck you off even more. <laughs> Can't be worse than the first one, mate. There must be a sequel to the Sandlot out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, to be fair, I, I, no, do you know? I'm quite glad. Do you know? It's there's going to come a time where I'm probably going to hate one of your picks. Like, I mean, even the ones that I found a bit obscure, Monster Squad, I didn't hate it. I, I, it wasn't one I'd seen, and it wasn't one I'd rush back to watch again. But I enjoyed it for what it was. So, no, it's, it's, it's fair enough. It's, I mean, the thing, the thing that I think I loved the most about the Monster Squad was all the creature effects and the fact that it was done by Stan Winston because, like, the special effects in that film are. Like, amazing like the, the animatronics and and the, the makeup and stuff is is fantastic yeah yeah, yeah. no uh, yeah obviously the, you know when we watched it for this I, it's it's not a great film but it's fun. the imagination it's a bit rapey in places <laughs> um i mean even a hint of that in this would have been something towards entertainment and <laughs> uh, no there, i don't think there was a hint of rape in it but although although there's no is it me or is every bus driver that's ever depicted in film a fucking creep uh, mate, I wrote that down when I was reading it, uh, when I was watching the film. Uh, there's another horny bus driver. This one is yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, was it, it, it says something really shit as well. Like, I need one of those instant ice packs or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this bus is like, I can take you to your most humble desires. No, you don't, mate. You do a round, you go where you're told. So yeah. don't, make up, don't make up the job to be more exciting than it is. Um, yeah. And he's just, yeah, he does. He's just something about an instant ice pack. And then she goes, uh, and sort of, what makes me laugh is when he says, oh, where can I take you? What do you want? And Winifred, uh, Bette Midler goes, we desire children. And says it quite creepily. He's a bit like, yeah, yeah. hop on. I can take you there. So, it's, you yeah, know. Does he say it might take me a few tries or might something? might take me a few tries, but I'll give it a go. Um, I mean, fair play to him. I think if I was a bus driver, I'd probably be, you know, a big fat cunt. yeah. I mean, he, he was, he, he, yeah, he was similar to the, um, he, I don't think he was quite as bad as the uh, Mrs. Doubtfire bus driver. I Do you know what? I think he was worse than the Mrs. Doubtfire bus driver because at least that one was old and he was a little bit, there was something a little bit kind of endearing about him. This one's just like, I want a fuck. <laughs> I drive this bus so I can get all the pussy. <laughs> and why wouldn't no. you? Yeah, this true. And then when he tries to he tries to get Sarah Jessica Parker's number at the end of his uh, at the, when they start to get off, and that's what hate me in the morning. And then uh, he calls he calls Bette Midler a party pooper, mm. so uh, or a cock blocker, as uh, you know you probably would in two thousand and twenty one. You know, it's a nineteen ninety three insult, really. Party pooper. I fucking hate Sarah Jessica Parker, man. You're not you're not a fan, no. Jesus Christ, she's how has she how has she been famous? Is it just is it is it just because she's married to a murderer? Oh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen in, in fairness to Sarah Jessica Parker, whilst I'm not a fan, I haven't seen her in a lot outside of this film. Obviously I know about Sex in the City, but I don't watch it. So I um it was, that was kind of a, a something my sisters were both really into, so I knew what it was, but I, I, I haven't really seen her in anything else. I couldn't name you another Sarah Jessica Parker movie, if I'm honest. Yeah, and I'd rather you didn't. No, well, I, I don't. Anyway. Uh, oh, no, I do, actually. Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out next year. Um, She's going to be in there, is she? Uh, I think the three witches are reprising their role, as is Doug Jones, actually. Um, I'm, fi I'm fine with Doug Jones being in it, but he did, well, at the end of this film, he sort of cunts him off, didn't he? So what's he, what's he going to do now? I don't know what Doug Jones... Maybe they'll have him playing some kind of other monster. Maybe he's just going to embody another character in it. Do you know what I mean? But um, uh, Maybe, and, yeah. I don't think any of the child actors are coming back. Omri Katz, as far as I know, he's a hairdresser now. Um, okay. Yeah. He, so he obviously had a similar opinion to you about this movie because he just thought, oh, fuck this off and work, work in a salon. Um, well, I, I remember Omri Katz from Erie, Indiana, which was a film that I, a, a program that I used to watch when I was a kid, which was actually pretty decent. Oh, see, so um, I don't know from anything else. Omri Katz. Yeah, that's, that's all I've ever seen him in is, is this and um, yeah, Erie, Indiana, which is 
it's it's a it was one of those sort of you remember are you afraid of the dark oh i remember i'm afraid of the dark of course i do it was kind of a bit like that except it, it, it was this his name was marshall something um and he lived in this town in indiana called erie and just weird stuff happened every week and it was kind of cool yeah and I, used, I remember thinking when i was younger that he was really like really really cool because of that program but when i watch him back in this he's very reminiscent of a young martin henderson <laughs> i i must admit i i won't hear many bad words about this well actually i'm hearing several bad words about it from you uh, but um what i guess what i'm saying is i don't have a lot of critics and so this is just a bit of a childhood nostalgia thing to me i'm, I'm a hello yeah. i'm always i've always loved halloween i remember watching mm. this as a kid it's just, it's just it's just my jam this film but i must admit he, he's not great in this on recaps I, I find him a little bit wooden and a bit i, just, I don't know I just want to slap him a lot yeah he, he, and, and not... the girl the girl who plays allison as well she's dreadful Vanessa Shaw, I think her name is, but she spells Vanessa in an annoying way. She's stuck an eye in it somewhere. Well, you know, they did the same thing with the book, didn't they? <laughs> they did indeed. Um, I mean, he annoys me from the minute he's announced. So, so basically, the the to go back to the start of the plot that we were getting. So, I guess the the three witches kill Thackeray Binks's, uh, who's <laughs> like we say uh, for some unexplained reason, sounds English. Um, <laughs> They, they, they murder his. Um, what they do is they do this potion that make this. They can suck the life force out of children, um, and they do it. To- I think Michael Jackson made a made a similar potion, didn't he? <laughs> he sucks the life. Mixed out it into a coke can. <laughs> he was in the trivia again. We're running low on Jacko. Almost got a role in this film. <laughs> oh, I yeah. could be a citizen, sister. I could be a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> I can be I Michael Sanderson. <laughs> Ooh, it's just a bunch of hocus pocus. Uh, that that uh, that's another thing that really annoyed me. About what, Michael story, Jackson yeah. not being in it. Yeah, well, to be honest, it would have spiced things up a, a little bit. Oh, um, are you talking about the place that they blatantly went out of their way to name the, the film title? Is that what you're talking about? Um, what I'm no, the bit right. So the bit at the beginning before he lights the candle, is the black flame candle. The black flame candle, yeah, yeah. It's so not, it's not a racist thing, but he he says before that happens, oh, it's just a lot of hocus pocus. And then at some point later in the film, she Beth, quotes it. Medler says it. Oh, yeah. How do you fucking know that? And also, how do you know what a fucking driver's license is? You cunt. Ah, oh, I've got that written down. I've got that written. Yeah. Down. I, I love the fact that we pick up the same things because they were amazed by what a bus was. Mm. Um, they didn't know what vehicles were. They died, they got hanged. So basically, to put, every, I mean, I'm sure most people have seen this film by now, but they they get hanged. If you, in- if you haven't, by the way, don't. Yeah, well, yeah. I think Mike, Mike's. Uh, don't sit on the fence, Mike. Tell us how you feel. Um, but no, um, they they get. So the the first scene is the flashback scene. After they've killed Factory Binks's sister by taking her life force, she gets they get hung by the townspeople. Before that happens, uh, they make a curse on the town that when someone lights the black flame candle on All Hallows Eve, um, they'll come back from the dead. Which uh, fast forward to nineteen nineteen three is what happens because. Um, uh, what's his name? Omri Katz's character, Max Dennison. Um, he uh, <laughs> takes his daughter out, doesn't he? Trickle. No, his, uh, sister. his sister, his little sister, Fora Birch. Sorry. Um, he's trying to get laid uh, with that Vanessa Shaw because they go to the same school and um, she. Uh, they have a little, have a little jousting session in her in class where he doubts the. He says that Halloween was it was invented by the hand, candy companies. Everyone knows it's a conspiracy. Um, but because yeah. they're all from Salem, they all fucking love Halloween and they're not having it and. He tries chatting up that Vanessa Burda. I think her name is what's her actual name? It's Alison. Alison in the film. Yeah, it's Alison. Yeah. It's Alison, but it's just um, and yeah. Well, he, what, I, what I don't understand about that is it's just like if you're trying to chat up a, a woman, the, like, he basically just disagrees with her in front of everybody in the class, and then go walks up to her in front of everybody and goes, "Here's my phone number." That's what I thought, and and then when she go, he goes up to her outside, like he, he hands her a note with his number on it, and then he sort of goes up to her after they finish school. He's like, "Sorry if I embarrassed you in class, by the way." Um, and she kind of, kind of gets a chance to make amends and like, "Oh, I actually like you." And she was a bit, "Oh, do you not believe in Halloween?" Then at this point, if you're trying to get laid, you just be like, "Yeah, I bloody love it." Believe in anything you want me to. Absolutely, I'm, I'm too Halloween if anything, right? Yeah. Um, but instead, he goes, "No bollocks," and she goes, "Right, okay," and then hands him his number back. Yeah. Um. 
Understandable. Yeah, and then he ends up taking it. Oh, but on his on his way back, of course, uh, to his home after she's blown him off, uh, and not in the way one of the two, um, he ends up bumping into the uh, the two best bullies ever caught on film. Or Balkan Skull. <laughs> Was it Ernie and uh, uh, Ice? I don't fucking care, mate. I, oh, Jay and Ernie. As soon as I saw them, I just thought, these two are a rip-off of Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers. Yeah, they are. And, and also, I, I felt like the one with the long blonde hair, he looked a bit like a member of Hanson. Oh, like mate. A, yeah. Again, I, just, I, just, I was thinking the whole time, like, honestly, how scary could it be to be confronted by Reese Witherspoon and the underbite kid? <laughs> I was I was waiting for him to go into a rendition of Mbop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey Hollywood, Ooh, bop, 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 <laughs> You've got yeah. quite a lovely voice, you know. Oh, thank you. Um, unlock him. Ah, was his little laugh. Um, he also Ooh. looked a bit. Oh, the Buddha that looked like a Swedish woman. Um, and, <laughs> and then there was the, there was the other one, uh, uh, Ernie, who, who who had ice. Oh, he called himself ice, which he had shaved into the back of his head. Um, now he he looked like something that they didn't use in the fly. <laughs> he was an odd looking man. What I love is that those bullies are clearly about 16 or 17 years old. And yet on Halloween, they were taking candy off six year olds. Like fucking give me that now. Um, yeah. They, 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 they were an interesting uh, duo. At one point there's like, do you want to go up to, do you want to go up to windows and watch babes undress? All right. So you're peeping Tom's brilliant. Yeah. There, there was a lot of inappropriate shit that popped up in this film. Hmm. Yeah, a lot, a, a lot of stuff that you just think that oh, could have just easily just been left out of a Disney film. I think. Yeah, that, that, that's a prime example. Do you want to go look through people's windows? Yeah, um, and there's the bit where the witches rock up, and I just go, "Oh, under the ugly one, stay out late." <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, fair enough. You know, yeah. fair enough. They are all fuck ugly. So, mm. yeah, but but it's it's I don't know. Uh, he he he. They, they re uh, recreated that scene. The uh, the two bullies about two or three years ago. Fuck off! <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to know things like that. Oh, they make though. me sad. Yeah, they recreated the scene. Uh, so they they take Max Dennison's trainers. Um, yeah. uh, he tells them he's from LA because that's where he moved. He moved to Salem from LA. He's new in town. Max Dennison, uh, probably to put him put it. Uh, uh, I think I missed that out from the original plot. So yeah, uh, he's just moved there from LA. So they call him Hollywood. Mm. Um, and yeah, clever. He, he, it does, and he, he ends up taking his his younger sister Danny, who's played by a uh, forehead birch, uh, aka the head. Um, <laughs> forehead birch. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because her real name is Dora, which yeah. sounds a bit like forehead. Yeah, I mean, I'm, sure, I'm, just, in... I'm pointing out to the viewers. She's grown into her forehead a bit. Well, I saw, I saw her in an interview with her recently. She looks a lot better. But yeah, she... she, she no, kind of... she definitely didn't grow into her forehead at all. She kept growing and so did her forehead. <laughs> it's like if a female Jimmy Neutron... Uh, <laughs> something, I don't know. It, she, she's, she's not an unattractive girl, but she's Mega just... Mega mind. Yeah, there's just a bit. Of, oh, so listen, I've got a bit of a spam myself, but yeah, she, she's. Um, yeah, well, that's only because that's only because you're at an age where your hairline is starting to recede. That's not. That's true. That's, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. I won't recede when I was like, was she eight in this film? Yeah, she's she was an eight-year-old girl with a receding hairline. <laughs> in fairness to her, though, she's actually you know she wasn't a bad actor when she got got a little bit older. She was fucking shit in this. Well, she's very young in this. To be fair. Arguably, she's better than Omri Katz in this, but she's still shit. Yeah, but the cat was better than Omri Katz. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he was a little little bit wooden, young Omri. Um, but uh, he takes her out trick-or-treating, and they bump into that Alison chick at her house. And um, Yeah, they walk, you say bump into, they walk into her house. They do, uninvited. And then um, it's the first time I've ever heard tits described as yabos. And, and to be honest with you, I don't ever want to hear that. Again, Yarbos. Like, yeah. what? What the fuck well, are you want about? And then, and then, like, what a little cunt as well. She's like, Max she likes your la- Yarbos. Yeah. Well, she he yeah. got stitched up because he he was lying on his bed, and it looked very much like he was about to tug. tug I, is, I thought that too, and I thought, yeah. I don't like the fact that she's creeping around in yeah. his uh, in his in his wardrobe. And then a bit later on she's like, Kiss me, kiss me, my name's Alison. Yeah. And I thought, Are you trying to fuck your brother? 
Yeah, she 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 stitched him up. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit it was a bit incestual. And he was definitely I think he was he was at that age on recaps. He's probably meant to be about 15, 16 in this film. He was definitely about he was lying on his bed going, Oh, Alison. He just he just met her in school that day and he lied on his bed after getting him from school and was sort of going, Oh, oh Alison. Yeah, he was and, definitely um, he was he, definitely warming his Oh, he up. he was reaching for the jelly, I think. And 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 <laughs> and, 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 and then <laughs> 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 yeah, warming the old hands up. And then four birds burst out of his closet dressed as a witch, like his younger sister, like, Oh, Alison, kiss me, Alison. And then um she kind of tells him that he has to take a trick or treat, and he's like, "Oh, I want to stay and have a wank. Fuck off." Yeah, I mean, um, there is there is a deleted scene from this film where he actually did finish before he spoke to her. <laughs> How awkward that be? You just finished tucking one out and just do a creak of the door open. Your little sister's just coming out the closet like. Uh, um, <laughs> so this trick or treating, do you want to go now or? Uh... If this has scarred you for life, I want you to know it's your fault. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I was thinking about you. Um, <laughs> Um, no, no, no. Yeah, I know. I know what you were doing. I don't know what I was doing. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, in fairness, I don't have sisters. I don't know what it's like. No, I meant him about his sister. <laughs> God, you always have to take it to the incest, don't you? Sorry. It's all right. Um, Sorry. We've got your sisters, or one of your sisters, to blame for the fact that we fucking looked at Ghost. I, I, I'm pretty sure we both agreed that Ghost was pretty awesome. Ghost is probably one of the best films we reviewed. <laughs> I was going to say, I was gonna say I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we both got a glowing review of that film, in fairness. It is fucking great. I'd watch it again. Yeah, Ghost was awesome. Um, mm. But um, but yeah, they, they end up, when they um, uh, go to Alison's house, they end up agreeing to go to the Sanderson sisters' old house, which is still yeah. in like a... Uh, the woods or whatever. Yeah, for, um, some, for some reason, even though all the villagers hated the Sanderson sisters, they've perfectly preserved their house. <laughs> yeah, it was the house of childless. Like when Fred and Rose West got done, their house got bulldozed <laughs> to the ground. When when like a lot a lot of famous murder houses get bulldozed to the ground when they find out what happened. The Sardison sisters' house was turned into a museum. Come and have a look at where these children died. Yeah, I just like the villagers went, you know what, I hate these bitches, but I feel like one day somebody is going to be able to make a tourist attraction out of this. Yeah. And I don't want to deny them that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, they, they turn also, uh, another thing we didn't mention from the flashback scene is they turn Binks, uh, when he's trying he's trying to rescue his sister when she's getting killed, Emily, uh, they turn yeah. into a cat. Um, for some reason, Binks is very, very sweaty in this scene. Don't know why. Uh, sweaty, sweaty Binks. Well, you know um, what teenage boys are like. Yeah, well, they should have called him Lynx. At least he needed it. Or stink. <laughs> <laughs> or, or stinks more to the point I mean he was sweating a lot um, <laughs> Jar Jar stinks <laughs> he was he was sweating his bollocks off um, but yeah uh, he's been turned into a cat and he's kind of guarding the Sanderson house as he has been because what how they cursed him rather than killing him they said that we want you to live with the shame of letting your uh, sister die so it's, a bit, it's a bit harsh isn't it given that they could have just not killed her yeah, yeah. They said you're going to live on as a cat and remember that we killed your sister. Also, uh, which is why, what... do, why can't he talk to his dad? I I thought that I, I assumed that I, I thought was it only a case we can only talk on Halloween because there's a bit when they take the cat to Omri Cats, uh, uh, Max and 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 um, um, uh, Danny. They take yeah. they take uh, the cats. They go to the Halloween party that all the adults are at. And yeah. Danny holds the cow to her dad like, this is a cat, he can talk. And he don't say fuck all. He yeah. he doesn't talk when it really fucking matters. It's like he's doing it on purpose, the little cunt. Yeah, it's like he's doing it on purpose. As soon as you actually bring him up to one, look, this cat can talk. Nothing. Got nothing to say. But oh, but as soon as you're on your own with him, oh, we don't shut the phone. Ah, rah, rah, yeah, you're the black thing, stop, I'll tell you what though, right? I mean, as a punishment, getting to live forever doesn't seem that bad. And also, being a cat, I mean, to be honest, my cat, She's in the room with me right now. She's sleeping. Do you know what she's done for the last three fucking hours? Go she's on. Just, she slept. So the master. useless little twat. <laughs> she contributes nothing to this household whatsoever, and yet she gets fed. She gets other people cleaning up her shit. Yeah. She gets all the love. She does nothing. I would love to live as a cat for the rest of forever. Yeah, they could have made him like a slug or something like that, or, or... yeah, or just yeah, or a condom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, oh God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I suppose 
his his whole thing was he wanted to. I don't really know because he was guarding the black flame candle. <clears throat> but then at the end, he thanked Max for like the. But I suppose because it worked out that they killed. Because he'd been saying, "I've been waiting to kill the Sanders and Sisters for years," mm. and yet he was guarding the black flame candle so people wouldn't light it and bring wouldn't them back light to life. It. Yeah, I mean, even when Max tried to do it, um, using the Zippo that he uh, that he pulled out of the display cabinet that was covered in cobwebs, yeah. that somehow still lit. Yeah. Even though nobody had filled it up with petrol because it was in the display cabinet ready for sale. Yeah. I, I, I mean, even as they walked up to the house, that Alison goes to Fora Birch, legend had it, the walls are made of a hundred children's bones. It's a bit like, that's an appropriate thing to tell an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> this, yeah. this, this wall's made of dead kids. Um, yeah. Also, where were the fucking bones? Sorry? Where, yeah. where, where were they? Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 they just use the bones as hardcore. How did they do that? <laughs> Smash it up with a fucking sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah. And, and then when they get in the house, um, like you say, it's it's been it's been sort of remodeled as like a a museum. And then um, it, the whole thing is, if you light the black flame candle, uh, if you're a virgin that lights the black flame candle, um, it brings the witches back. So as soon as she lights the candle, um, on recaps, the uh, the old floors start shuddering. You know, oh, fucking hell, Kathy and Jimmy must be back. Um, <laughs> she's approaching. Um, to be honest, though, she's not that much fatter than Bert Midler, is she? No, to be fair, I'm probably being harsh, but she's the curviest of the witches, I think, to be fair. I think Bert Midler just stores most of her body fat in her face. Yeah, and, and in, in this film, her teeth. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the, the, again, I go back to the fact that these are meant to be light hearted Disney character witches. Then at one point, you find out when they when they talk about the book because they discover the spell book there as well uh, when they're in the house. And um, Alison goes, "Oh yeah, that's made of human skin." So like, what is it? Fucking Ed Gein's fucking holiday home. <laughs> like, what is going on here? Ed Gein's diary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know whether we're just judging this by today's standards, but that's not that disturbing to me. What a book made of human skin. It's really not that. I mean, you know, I've seen The Evil Dead, and a lot, a lot worse happens in that film. A woman gets raped by a tree, so you know, yeah, it's not. I don't. I mean, I don't know. This is the thing. I think this is why I'm not a huge fan of this film. Is because when you were watching this film at mm. age whatever you were six, I was watching films like Evil Dead. <laughs> No, fair enough. I, I think I think there there is there is a slight. It's not a massive age gap, but there is an age gap, and I think maybe this came along at a time where I would have enjoyed this kind of film, where where you kind of would have been over it. I, I get that. I get that. <clears throat> I think. Well, I think I was just raised on different shit. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I think that's what it is. Like, like this film doesn't do a lot for me because those things that you kind of find quite disturbing about it, I I was watching horror films, and I'm not saying you know. This is because I was, I, I, well, well, this is because I was raised terribly, <laughs> and I blame both my parents for that. And I'm, you know, I am what I am because of them fucking up so many times over. No, fair but, enough. I, I think I think what I, what I mean by the the book made of human skin. Don't be wrong. It, it, I mean, it doesn't freak me out. I mean, don't be wrong. If, if my missus walked in and now said, "I've got this book. I made out of human skin. I killed the neighbour," I'd be a bit like, "All right." Maybe we'll give it a swerve. But I mean, I, I meant in the Which, context... Yeah, well, I would be like, sorry, when did you start publishing books? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would be quite a skill, to be fair, to, to find a book in human skin. I'd be... I, th- I think yeah. the, 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 the real skill would be finding all that human skin. <laughs> well, Caffeine and Jimmy would be a good start. Um... <laughs> Most of Sarah Jessica Parker's face... There's, a, there's, a, there's way more skin on that face than there needs to be because there's way more face than there needs to be. That's just, what it, it goes back to another. I know, like we, I family guy. Yeah, she looks like a She looks like a foot. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up this episode, of course. And I deliberately didn't say anything because I knew if I just left it, you would make it happen. We do like a Family Guy quote. And I always, you know, we never try to steal material. I always acknowledge if it's a Family Guy thing. Um, I would say she looks more like a perineum than a foot. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's not me stealing material. That is me questioning <laughs> that material. Putting a twist on it. Yeah, putting a twist, which is look, what somebody's done to her face. 
<laughs> put a twist right on it. It's horrible. It's horrible. Everything about it is horrible. It just doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't hold light well. Of what the Sarah Jessica Parker face? Yeah, it's just bad. It's just badly handled. I don't know who put her face together, but they must have been drunk. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me if she was in the car when Matthew Broderick killed those two people <laughs> and she went right through the fucking dashboard. <laughs> oh, dear. To quote you, we're going to get letters. It's all right. I won't read them. <laughs> That's the same as us not getting any. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um yeah, I, I mean, at this point then, um, they've lit the black flame candle and they've resurrected the witches. Um, Fuck me, is, is we're only that far into the film. Jesus Christ. To be fair, the, the plot speeds along quite well. Don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll flesh it out. Um, right. uh, the, the, the witches, they, they, well, the first thing they do, even though they got brought back, ungrateful cunts, they get brought back to life. Uh, Danny, Danny, they, they spot Danny first for a Birch's character. And uh, she's like, I brought you back, sisters, and tries to play along with it, but they're like, a bit like, nah, um, we're going to kill you anyway. <laughs> um, and then Max comes to the rescue with a, uh, he, com- he comes up with the idea of a, uh, it, was, it wasn't Daylight Savings Time, that's the second one he, he tricks him with. No, he does the sprinkler. He, uh, the, the, the rain of death. Rain of death or some yeah. shit. He holds the lighter up, because obviously since the museum, they've installed sprinklers in the Sanderson house, so he holds a lighter up to the sprinkler and tricks him into thinking it's death water. So they, yeah. es- they escape, and then there begins the sort of rest of the film, really, which is because they take the spell book with them, and it basically, the whole the rest of the plot is that the Sanderson sisters need to brew a potion uh, to take the lives of children in Salem so that they could stay alive forever, but they've only got Halloween night to do it. So they basically just spend the rest of the night looking for the kids that have got the book. Um, just a load of old bags looking for kids. Essentially, yes. They wind up at some point. They, they Because they've come from 1693, they don't know what's going on. So, like, they don't know what the bus... We totally covered the creepy bus driver. They don't know what's going on when he rocks up. Um, when firefighters pop up to power out the sprinklers at the house, they're like, oh, these are witch hunters. Look at their axes. Um, mm. They're kind of, you know, they don't, really know, they don't really know what's going on, really. They're sort of like sort of free crackheads stumbling around after one I, I'm so glad that you've got a grasp of what this film's about because I honestly switched off. Fair enough. Literally or just mentally? No, I kept Did watching. you just get 30, I mean, just got 30 minutes in and thought, oh, fuck it. The film was still on, but I'll be honest, I'd had an edible or two by then, so I, I was already <laughs> just kind of staring out the window. Fair enough. <laughs> it's just not, it's not engaging at all. I don't, I don't get it. There's so many people that I know that say that this was like a staple part of their childhood and I don't understand it because it sucks. Listen, listen, I don't mind people not like, like there are other films that people like when I'm a bit like, I don't get it. You know, they, they, it happens. It, 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 it's it's one of those things. Like I say, it's not. Nice there's it's, just nothing endearing about it though. Isn't it? it hasn't got a decent plot at all. The Sanderson sisters have got all of Halloween night to kill children. No, I know what the plot is. What I'm saying is it's shit. It's bloody great <laughs> is what it is. It's bloody great. <laughs> it's okay. funny because you and I were obviously raised very differently but there's a skeleton scene they get trapped in a kiln what more do you want well, you say kiln okay that's an incinerator yeah that's yeah. an incinerator they don't have those in schools well they did in this one right in case um, the witches came back from the dead because no, someone no, with the black flame candle what are dead. you getting I've watched so many films that you, that you and I have discussed where we've pointed out all the convenient plot points and for some reason you will ref- you're will refusing to admit that the, the giant incinerator in a high school Standard procedure, a, mate. Standard procedure. We had two it's in my primary school. Bollocks. We had two, yeah. Well, where, where did you go to school? Crematorium High? <laughs> Baghdad. But that's not the point. <laughs> Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, listen, of course, listen. Any every film, I can guarantee you, any film we've ever reviewed, there's always a convenient plot point. Yes, there is, there is, but this has several, and none of them make sense. <laughs> the first one that really fucking bothered me was um, at the beginning where the, the sisters get hanged. Yeah. All they do, they're stood on these fucking barrels, and they just kick the barrels out from underneath them. 
well, that's not that's not how you conduct a hanging at all. There's 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 geometry and physics that go into that, so that they are dropped from a height, and then when the rope hits, their necks are snapped. That's how that's how you do a humane hanging. And I'm not saying necessarily that in 1693, especially given that these were witches, they were looking for a humane way of killing them. But what I am saying is, they wouldn't have died immediately. They would have been they would have been hanging there for hours choking their eyes probably would have popped out of their heads it would have been a disgusting fucking mess <laughs> and that's before they were hanged um ah. Ah. That's just, i like it that kinky bitches <laughs> um okay fair enough so you, you you take issue with the way they were hanged fair enough what other what other plot points you see you said you had a few go on talk well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the kiln we've just been talking about the kiln which is an incinerator a kiln <clears throat> a kiln is essentially a heated cupboard with shelves where you put clay creations and fire them at a very high heat. It's not a big room. It's not a big room that you could fit three women in. One being Kevin is No, sorry, I, I'm, I'm being hard to Kevin. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need an extra room just for that fat bitch. Kathy, <laughs> uh... no Jimmy. Kathy, not Slimmy. <laughs> <laughs> not slim. Oh, it's stupid, but it works. Uh, that's that's essentially my entire outlook on life. No, that's fair enough. Um, I mean, th- uh, from this point on, they they engage the help. So you get uh, Billy. They, they, at one point, they take refuge in a cemetery. The kids and Binks, uh, while the witches are looking uh, looking for him, because the witches can't set foot in a cemetery because it's hallowed ground. That's yeah. where that's where Billy Butcherson. That's where you comes. just fly over it in a fucking broom anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They can just get an inch from the ground without touching it. It really makes no difference. But um, um, uh, that's where they get Billy Butcherson out of his grave, which was uh, he was once Winifred's lover, yeah. uh, but she found him with her sister Sarah, which is Sarah Jessica Parker. Funnily enough, he wasn't interested in Kevin and Jimmy. Um, so yeah, he fucked his way through sixty six point six six percent of the Sanderson sisters. He did indeed, but then Winifred found out that he fucked Sarah, so poisoned him and sewed his mouth shut, um, uh, so that he couldn't tell her secrets. Either. Apparently, yeah. I read in the uh, in the trivia that the way that Billy Butcherson's mouth is sewn up is that it looks like an X and then a one 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 which in Roman numerals is 13. That's, oh, there you go. Interesting trivia. Yeah, Doug Jones-centred. The rest <laughs> of it is wank. <laughs> Honestly, do, do, do you want another piece of Hocus Pocus trivia? I want one more than you could ever know. Yeah. Um, the house that yep. Alison's family live in, mm-hmm. that they, they filmed in this, is yep. apparently haunted. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Do you want another one? I mean, I don't know how you're going to top that, but go for it. While this was being filmed, the cast of Hocus Pocus hung out with the cast of Home Improvement. Fair enough. Well. Do you want another one? Yeah. Sean Murray, who played Thackeray Binks, Mm -hmm. said that Thora Birch was like his little sister. They have like one scene. Yeah. And it's at the very end. You know what I mean? Ugh. Oh, she's like a sister to me. No, she's not. Fuck off. No, another one. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker apparently ate the spider. But, what do you mean? What do you mean? She ate, there's a bit where she eats the spider. Apparently she ate the thing that they gave her that looked like a spider, but it's obviously not a fucking spider. I was going to say, that'd be fucking mental. She actually ate the spider. That fucking takes method out. I mean, I, my respect for it would go up, to be fair. If she fucking was that committed to the role, she ate an actual spider. I've eaten a spider. Uh, intentionally? Uh, yeah. Why? I just wanted to see what it was like. When? <clears throat> when I was about 15, my dad and my stepmom took me uh, on a holiday to the Isle of Wight. Um, in a caravan, which, as you can imagine, as a 15-year-old boy, was not the most exciting of trips that I'd ever taken. So you thought you'd jazz it up by having Well, after about the fifth tea room of the week, we were sat in the garden of a tea room, and this spider started crawling up my hand. And I just ate it. Because I was... (sighs) I've got to stop hanging around with you. Anyway, um... (laughs) 
<laughs> no, you don't understand. I was so bored. I was so bored, and I'd, I'd so been you told ate that an ins- You ate a spider. Yeah. Well, it bit my tongue as well, which was a bit annoying. Good. Um, well, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I wouldn't do it again because I like spiders too much now. Yeah, once but too many. <sighs> you're right, and I feel bad. And I'm. Did you sorry think you'd to... become? Did you think you'd become Spider-Man or something? Well, I've always kind of thought I'd become Spider-Man at some point. Uh, you were shooting um, webs out, all right, but not out your hand. Well, I was, uh, and and to be honest, yeah, I wasn't able to swing on them, <laughs> which which was disappointing to me. Not only me, but also most of the women whose faces got the brunt of it. <laughs> oh dear, what a catch you are! You eat spiders and spunks on faces, right? Yeah, um, I'm a catch, just like herpes is a catch. Nice. Um. Where were we in the plot? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Billy the Zombie. <laughs> Fuck knows, mate. I didn't even know that this film had one. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, to be honest, the, 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 the remaining two thirds of the film were just the witches going around town looking for their spell book. Shit, uh, that stupid fucking musical number in the middle of the film as well. Oh, we get near to that, actually, because they, 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 they go to... Um, they, go, they end up at the... Uh, adults party. All the adults in town are at City Hall having a Halloween party and Max yeah. and Danny and Alison all go there and try and convince them that the sisters are back and they need to help them and uh, they're all kind of... None of them give a shit. None of them give two fucks. And they're, Obviously, the sisters... because why would you listen to a kid? Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. I'm at a Fucking party. idiots. Yeah, I'm at a Sanderson party. You know, I'm at a Halloween party trying to get fucked and then the Sodden sisters turn up and they do a little musical number. Um... I put a smell on you. <laughs> my, my. Uh, yeah, so um, they they try and say these are the real Sanders and sisters, but I think all the adults think they're just a cabaret act because they get up on stage, do a bit of a sing song, and then um, then, then the plot carries on. Really, the kids escape the party again. No, the songs... well, well, don't isn't the whole point of that song that they do so that all the adults start to, to like, dance until they the enchi- yeah they enchant the party goers. All the adults, which is that... basically it's just. The magical equivalent of ecstasy. Yeah, it was dance until you die. Is 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 what she kind of enchanted them into doing. Yeah. Um, well, they should have named one of those witches Mandy at least. <laughs> I mean, they they um yeah they they uh, leave the party pr- shortly after their little after the little musical interlude, and um, yeah. that's when they um uh, do the kiln scene. Is afterwards in the high school. No, it's not a kiln. <laughs> uh, for the purposes of the movie, it is a great day. The point on it, there's nothing kiln-like about it. It's a room. It's essentially a crematorium. It's basically a sauna with 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 the you know that they turned it up half. I mean, to be honest, it doesn't kill them anyway. Um, You're right because they think the kids think they're killed. Basically, what they do is they put a radio in this kiln slash or whatever Mike wants to call it. Um, and they they kind of trick them into there by making them think they're in there because of the radio. So the Sonnen sisters jump into there thinking they're going to trap them. And uh, then they close the door on them and they think they burn them alive. Um, which you never, never really gets explained why they didn't die. Um, and it annoys me because at that point I thought the film was over. Ah, oh, did you? When they run and out into the street. Just carried on. Yeah, when well, they run out into the street after they think they've killed the witches and they're all celebrating and uh, Ombre Katz does this gay little dance where he just spins around three times in a row. It was... Well, there's nothing wrong with being gay. I mean, I don't think we should criticise the dance. I don't, I don't think we should criticise gay people by I, saying... I wasn't saying... I wasn't being homophobic. When I, when I, when I say gay little dance, I, I was using gay in the slang term of it was, it was a shit little dance. Yeah, well... Okay. Stop, stop trying to make me out to be some kind of homophobe. Oh, look, I'm just trying to make sure that people carry on. Like, you know, people from all walks of life carry on listening to this podcast and don't feel alienated by the <laughs> comments of, you know, essentially a ginger hate monger. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm a fellow minority. So, uh... It doesn't, doesn't mean you can, you know... Doesn't mean you can discriminate against all the others. I think it's widely known that people have said, "Oh, that's gay." Like it was it not. It, it's it was used as a slang term for something being shit. I did not you're mean right. anything no. against gay people. You're right, but that was about twenty years ago that that was still okay. Well, this trying, film. I'm trying to keep us current, and I'm trying to save your ass. All right, mate. I. You're not trying to save my ass. You called me out on it. Look, I am <laughs> trying to present. 
an image that we actually care about this kind of thing and if i if i were to not call you out on it then we would be labeled as a homophobic podcast and our listenership would go down from 23 to probably 14 (laughs) well we don't want to risk that so uh, (laughs) you know okay i shan't use the slang term for gay again thank you yeah Anyway, so he does this gay little dance, right? And uh, they they think they've killed the Sanders and sisters, but they haven't. Um, And uh, they come back to life and uh, they locate the book because they go back home, the the kids, Mm. and um, uh, they they kind of think it's done. They all start going to bed. And um, Alison just sort of falls asleep against Max for some reason. Yeah, and he, he's sort of trying to, I don't know, he's definitely thinking I'm going to get a finger in, at least. Um, and he doesn't. No, because they decide to open the spell book to try and help Binks turn back from being a cat, and it shoots no, a big rope. That's Binks! That's all, every time you say Binks, all I can hear is, Ah, missile cat! Missile gonna shoot in the sand tray! <laughs> Fucking Jar Jar Binks almost ruined the Star Wars franchise. Um, but um, yeah, uh, they, they they open the spell book and um, it shoots a massive ray of light into the sky, which the yeah. Sardis nobody notices. By the way, Max doesn't notice it. Allison doesn't notice it. Danny doesn't notice it. Binks, who who's apparently some sort of fucking expert on this subject, doesn't notice the fact that they've just lit a beacon in the sky. Yeah, fuck those fucking idiots! I hate them all. I hate them all. You would notice if a big beam of light was flying out of a book you've just opened, but no, not these fucking twats. Yeah, no, it wasn't quite big and obvious bright beam of light, and uh, Winifred spotted it from the Sanderson house because they'd after she fucking the... did it. Everyone fucking spotted it. Well, she fucking did. She well, spotted uh... it from fucking miles away. The twats in the room didn't even notice it had happened. And they're like, um, yeah, I just got to read the book. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it was, it was a uh, yeah. I mean, that was probably another convenient plot point. Um, oh, it's a sack of bollocks in it. And also, I mean, the convenient plot point as well was that Bette Midler, like the, the Sardis sisters, after escaping the kill, had kind of got, they knew they were running out of time because they only have until dawn to kill the children. And they kind of thought it was over because they couldn't find the spell book. And they were like, should I take me to the window? I wish to say goodbye. Yeah. Um, and then when they get to the window, that's where she spots the, the ray of light. Um, that is the book. So they then rock up, they get on their brooms, uh, rock up, steal the spell book from, uh, oh, and they take four birch with them, they take forehead. Um, I would assume they would have had to divide that forehead onto two brooms to get her back to the house. Um, um, but, but then uh, on, on the flyback... I enjoyed that. No, oh, thank you. Um, well, thank on, you. Uh, on, on the flyback to the house, that's when Sarah Jessica Parker does her Come, little children, all over my hair, I will comb it out in the morning. (laughs) The the lyrics were slightly more PG than that, but um, I preferred your version, to be fair. So Um, did I, and that's the sad thing. Come, little children, it might take you a little bit longer than usual, because I'm so fuck ugly. <laughs> I could do this all night. I'm sure you could. Um, you, you, you've nailed your colours phone into the flag of hate hocus pocus, <laughs> and I, was, I respect that. Um, <laughs> well, it's. I mean, this has been quite a fun episode for me, I have to be honest. Oh, do you know what? Like I say, it brings a bit of contrast to something. Do you know what I mean? There, I, I, you know, I'm hoping that one day that you'll pick a film that I won't particularly like, and that I'll, I, you know, there should be the other foot, and it's down to you to defend the film, and it's down to me to slate it. No, it's cool, man. It's not. We're not going to all like every film we do. That's right. Um, That's right. You know, and you haven't sat on the fence. I respect that. Um, I won't and- sit on the fence when the film is so terrible. I, I you know, I, 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 I really did try to to try and find some things in this film that I would like, but everything about it pissed me off, and it got to about probably two thirds of the way through the film, and I just resented myself for sitting and watching it. Fair enough. I mean, it's it's shit. Well, thankfully for you, we're we're coming towards the end of the plot now, uh, so we can start talking. We can start talking about our very exciting 
idea for the next uh, the next episode choice, um, yeah. which you have forgotten, uh, yeah. but that's okay. Um, yeah. So, all right, let's let's wrap this up and put you out your misery. Uh, so, the the Sarah Jessica Parker's a little siren song to get the children and all the children of Salem start walking uh, in a zombie like trance towards the Sanderson house. Um, but uh, Max and Allison turn up. Max tricks them again. This time he uh, gets some car lights to shine into the house, which makes the Sardos and sisters think it's daylight already. I'd forgotten about all the kids walking towards the house. Yeah. Fucking hell, it's like a Jimmy Savile roast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, all the kids start slowly converging on the house due to Sarah Jessica Parker's wonderful siren song. Um, no one now then. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Love the fact that you pulled me up for saying the word gay earlier and you're making Jimmy Savile jokes. <laughs> yeah, we, have, Jimmy... we have we have up and down morals on this uh, on this podcast. Hey, listen, I, I don't mind the word gay and neither does anyone else. But, you, you know, it's not a derogatory term in this day and age. And we, we, we we're, you know, we're a metro cosmopolitan. We're a modern podcast. Easy for you to say. Um... <laughs> That felt like such a David Brent joke. I am <laughs> definitely here for it, my friend. <laughs> Always. Oh dear. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Young at heart. Um, but yeah. Um, it's basically. Go get the guitar. Um, so yeah, basically, Ma- Max and Allison, they rescue Danny. They uh, trick the witches of believing it's sunrise. They then kick the potion over. Um, and that is that for their plans to kill the children. They'll then, I'll zoom through this last scene for you. Uh, Thank you. They go back to the cemetery. The group's ambushed by Billy, who at this point is still doing the witches' killing, but they kind of, they got Billy the Butcher. Um, Billy Butcherson. Yeah, Billy Butcherson, who, who bangs Sanderson's for a living. Um, he um, he kind of joins up with them in the end, though, because he kind of cuts his mouth open uh, when the, all the moth fire. And we found out, by the way, uh, yeah, Doug Jones actually put real moths in his mouth to make the scene look authentic. Yeah, That's... which again is another fucking thing that just pisses me off. Because if his mouth was sewn up, how'd the moths get in there in the first place? Oh, well, shimmied their way in, didn't they, between the stitches? The moths don't shimmy. They shimmied in there. They don't fucking shimmy. Have you I ever seen it... a moth try to fly? They don't <laughs> fly. They just bounce off shit. They've never shimmied their way into Doug Jones's mouth. Well, maybe he didn't stitch it. Well, she probably stitched his mouth up after he was dead. And there was probably a brief period after she killed him where she didn't do it straight away. And they thought, oh, do you know what? That looks warm and cozy. We'll get in there for a little bit. Now, that's intense speculation that I just will not sanction. I'm sorry. Yeah, fair enough. Well, regardless, <sighs> the first thing he says when he cuts open his own stitched mouth is, Trollop! Yeah. Uh, he starts mugging off uh, Bette Midler. The witches then attack. Then the sun actually does rise, although Max Dennison, she's got Danny still on her broom, Winifred, but uh, Max drinks the last of the potion so that she has to try and take his life instead of Danny's. Then she starts uh, She starts sucking Max off. Um, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry sucking the life out of him, I meant, sorry. Um, well, same, same. Yeah. And... Um, uh, yeah, uh, the, the sun rises and all the witches turn into dust. Well, two of them explode, and then for some reason, Winifred turns into a gravestone. Bizarre. Um, and yeah. yeah, she turns to stone. And then, uh, yeah, Mary and Sarah, Mary and uh, Sarah are disintegrated into dust. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's about that. Really, the witches are gone. Max, Danny, and Allison. Uh, but Billy goes back to his grave. He's like, right, I'm fucking off now. Yeah. Yeah, the br- uh, the curse over Binks is done and dusted. He's allowed to finally die, and he reunites with his sister's ghost, which bit of a. He's dark, allowed to go back to the planet of Naboo and see if any of his ancestors gave a <laughs> shit about whether he was banished <laughs> from the city of Otagunga in the first place. I'm referring <laughs> to Star Wars specifically. Yeah, he is. Missa called Doctor Abyss. Missa. I definitely a plot point in this entire film. <laughs> Miss a stupid fucking waste of time. <laughs> fuck you, Jar Jar Binks, and fuck you, Thackeray Binks, because your name has too many syllables, and also you're a dead cat. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's about it, really. I think there's a few post-credit scenes where the parents get back from the house and we're like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, yeah, the yeah, fucking beans have just worn off, and they're yeah. like, 
I I've just pulled my bottom lip off my forehead. Does anyone know where I live? <laughs> I did a KFC and some aspirin. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, that's the voice of experience. Yeah, and then uh, and then all uh, oh, the bullies. It cuts to them. They're in a, They're still in the cages because uh, after they called the witches ugly, they put them in cages and they're singing row 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 yeah. to pass the yeah. time. No one cares about them. No one cared about them to begin with, and no one cares that they're in the cages at the all end. That. Well, you'll be happy to know, Michael, that that is pretty <laughs> much that uh, with hocus pocus. Um, as you can see, people, or as you can hear. Quite contrasted opinions on this movie. Um, but well, I don't even necessarily think they were contrasted opinions. I think you gave a very decent outline of the plot, and I shat on it. No, that's fair enough. Um, I, I, I can't see anything else I wanted to cover. Uh, yeah. No, that was about it. Um, yeah, I, I, what, what we can do now is discuss the... Um, the, the idea of, for November's episodes, which, um, due to the lateness of this one, is probably only going to be three now, but I do think it's a cool idea. Um, well, we can just do it for as long as you need to. Like, I don't, I, you know, well, matter. I think, oh, well, December, we've got to do Christmas apps, haven't we? We can go yeah, back, we can maybe go back to this idea in, in January if people like it. Yeah, um, it but what really it, matter. It's a very, you know, it's, it's a free-flowing format. Yeah, man. No, for Rizzle, for Rizzle. I, but what we were going to do, uh, uh, listeners, um, uh, is, is you're going to contribute to this one is Mike and I are both going to, I think Mike's hearing this probably, uh, I, t- I told him about this idea about three weeks ago, but about, probably about a month or so ago now, he's forgotten it. So it'll be like you're hearing it for the first time as well again. Um, yeah. yeah, basically Mike and I are both going to pick a film. Uh, no particular film. We can literally just pick whatever film we want. And then what we're going to do, we're going to put a poll up on the reprojection Instagram page um and then people can vote on our picks so i'm gonna have no, a pick i'm, I'm sorry mate i never agreed to that what do you mean you never agreed to it oh no i never agreed to that you can fuck off well we're doing it because i've announced it now <laughs> also i did agree to it but this is all for comedic purposes <laughs> you're trying uh, to shit on it listen just, we've moved yeah. on from hocus pocus stop shitting on everything no i'll tell you what we're gonna do in the meantime though right because right because we got that email such a long time ago from somebody who actually gave a shit, we're going to do contact next week. Okay. And I'm uh, sorry in advance. Well, well, no, you're going to choose contact uh, for your choice. Uh, we're doing my format. I just said it. Oh. We're going to do the thing. Yeah, no, let's do the thing. All right, contact. Contact, contact. is my pick because I've contact. never seen it. My mate wants me to do it that's not a problem I, i've got no issue with that all right we'll do contact because i'll probably in one poll i'll probably stick grease two in for my sister uh you would stick two greasy poles in you no i, I said i'd stick it in the, oh for fuck's sake <laughs> right <laughs> unbelievable also oh, you right. know uh, right so uh, also people it's very important you actually vote in this because if it's just me and mike voting it's quite pathetic um so okay so is contact going to be your choice that you're putting up on the pile is it yeah i have to i've made a promise Fair enough. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, the Warriors. Oh fuck! See, I want you to win. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking banging film. It's a great film, and I actually think it would be a great one to do because I mean, there's fucking gangs on roller skates. Anyway, we'll get into it. Um, well, we will get into it as well because I think we've both fucking shown our colours. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I think, I think the Warriors got two votes, including the person who's picked the other choice. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot, if you're listening, I did try, but but fucking Scott came up with Warriors, mate. Uh, I mean, it's a classic. Well, Elliot's got a vote. Other, listen, people, Contact's a popular film. There might be other people. I don't, I don't know. Just because we like the Warriors doesn't mean everyone else will. Yeah, um, the problem is, no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> So it's it's going to come. We're going to have to make a decision at some point, you and me. Let's put the poll up and see what happens. Well, it turns out- that's, that is generally your approach to sexual encounters. <laughs> let's put the poll up. <laughs> so let's make the best of it. Listen, if it turns out there's only a couple of, I mean, worse comes worse. If people don't fucking go for it, we can do fucking warriors one week and do contact the next. Simples. Oh, that's amazing. Let's do that. All right, Corleo. Well, I guess we've got nothing left to do. <laughs> but, but rate the movie. Um, I will just, without explaining, give it an eight and a half because I love it as a childhood movie. 
Mike, um, I'm predicting fairly close to a zero. Three. Three? That's probably more than I expected, actually. Yeah, well, I'm being generous because I like you. And the but, reason I, yeah, you, I like you. You ain't got to spare my feelings, mate. I didn't make it. You ain't no, got but, I, but I like you and I respect your opinion. Well, listen, I, I, I could get, I totally understand what a film's not for everyone, mate. So I'll probably pick up a shit as you don't like. Yeah, yeah, and likewise. Well, I'm going to make a point of doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, what we'll do is then, because I think you can only do, we'll only do 24 hours. Um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, I'll announce on social media when the poll is going to go up. Um, <laughs> Can't wait. So, so that, I might even send a couple of selfies. Um, no, yeah. I'll, annu- I'll announce when, we, when we're going to do the, the the poll for the the film vote, uh, and then people have got it. It'll be up for twenty four hours. Do get involved if you're listening to our episode because um, yeah, it'll be cool to have a few votes out there so that we can actually feel like anyone gives a fuck. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So the choices are going to be the Warriors and Contact uh, are our first choices um, in 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 this series of episodes like throughout November. And yeah, we look forward to receiving the public vote. Oh, it's like an episode of The X Factor. Isn't um, it? Oh, oh, so exciting. Oh, it's great. But um, I suppose there's only one thing left to do, Mike. So uh, over to you. You've had a couple of weeks. I hope you've got a good one. I haven't. Don't go puffing the parmesan. You've done that one. I have. You've good night. One. I don't know. <laughs> don't go. Don't go bonging the baby bell. Thank you. There we go. There you I'll go. I've contributed to the cheese puns. Hey. Don't go bugging the baby bell, folks. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Love you. I hate you. Fucking Stop. die. <laughs>